Hello everyone. Welcome back to a new and exciting episode of the Voice of IMT, a podcast series by the students of IMT Nagpur. I am Sakshi Golani and I'm Shubham Kushwa. Today we have with us Vidit Lakhani. He is an alumnus of IMT Nagpur. He has 12 years of extensive experience in requirement gathering, managing and end projects, project communication and executive reporting. He is in conversation with us on the topic work life balance. What are the steps involved in general project management life cycle? What skill set uh, should student managers start developing to excel in this role in corporate organization? Okay, uh, so project management, when I talk about project management, uh, it all starts with the funding of a project. So I would not go into the lot of technical terms or I would not go through, uh, you know, project management certifications, which are there in the market, but on a very layman uh, words, I would just like to explain. So any project which is getting initiated, it all depends upon the funding. Funding can come from uh, the sponsor of the project who is going to sponsor this project. Once we have the funding, once we have the scope defined clearly, what needs to be done in a project? That project can be a software project, can be can be anything related to maybe civil or architecture or anything. So, once we have the scope defined for a project, uh, we need to have the teams aligned. We need to get the right stakeholders involved in the project. That who is responsible for doing what? Once we have the stakeholders defined, we need to understand the teams which are going to get involved in this. We are going to initiate the project. We are going to have a kickoff with all the stakeholders, making them clear with what our project is about, what is the funding, what is the timeline uh, in which we need to uh, complete our project, what are the resources available. Once that is done, then we start communicating it to the teams how, uh, about the project, about the scope, and then comes the execution of that project. As a project manager, you need to keep a close eye on how we are progressing throughout the project. Uh, are we slipping on the uh, cost, for example, or on the quality or on the um, schedule cost? If you are slipping on that, is there any risk which is um, um, getting involved with the project? That sort of communication should always go from a project manager to the right stakeholders at a regular intervals. So that kind of a reporting can be on an alternate day, can be uh, once a week, uh, depending upon the criticality or the stage of that project. But that transparency should be there with the project manager to highlight what is going on in the project, if there are any slippages, what needs to be done to um, correct those risks or slippages, and how to ensure that we meet the quality and we deliver it on time. So once the execution is done, there are some rounds or trials for where we what we call as the uh, testing of that project and then the delivery of that project once that is ready. So in this complete life cycle of a project delivery as a project manager, be honest, be transparent, communicate clearly to your stakeholders where we stand on the project on a daily basis to ensure that you know there are no hiccups at last point of time. Okay, sir. So then our next question is, with the rise in digitization, security and privacy concerns are also increasing proportionately. So what are the steps needed to strengthen the safety standards of financial institutions? Uh, with digitalization coming in place, especially in the last uh, few years, and especially with this uh, pandemic around, 
um, where we are completely dependent upon our mobile banking or online banking uh, to make any transactions. With the increase in digitalization, the banking or the financial institutions are keeping a close watch on the security standards as well. Uh, the kind of, I would say, the gates they used to have from the security perspective has increased tremendously. They have worked a lot on that with the help of their uh, information security teams, bringing in the right cadence from uh, the development teams. So it, it is uh, directly proportional. You know, if digitalization is increasing or um, everything is being done online, even the security standards have increased a lot in the last few years. And there are few, you know, kind of threats around uh, when we say hacking or something like that. But believe me, to an extent, the way digitization has increased, the threats have not increased. They are pretty much in control. Everything is getting reported. Any any suspicious activity is um, getting noted at immediate point of time. So there are a lot of security checks in place by the organizations. Thank you, sir, for the insightful answer. Moving forward. What are your learnings from the Scrum certification that student managers at a nascent stage in their career start imbibing to help them during uh, their corporate journey? Okay, so uh, Scrum certification is uh, again, you know, managing your stakeholders. So when I talk about, so word Scrum actually comes from sport called rugby. Okay, so it's a term derived from there. It is not a technology. It is not a tool. It is actually the way you operate. So as a scrum master or a certification, which I've done, it is pretty much clear that whatever task has been assigned to you, there are key people involved with those tasks. You need to have a regular communication. You need to have a daily uh, conversations with them uh, so that you can keep a close track on where your project is. So I have, after doing the certification, what I did was uh, for my projects, I have a regular scrum or a daily meetings with my key stakeholders, around five to six leads, um, normally during the morning time so that we understand what needs to be done throughout the day and what actions we need to take on priority. And similarly, the next day we review what we did yesterday and what needs to be done today. So th that that is the kind of cadence or that is the kind of system we have in place uh, for this term. Moving on to the next question. What steps are involved in analyzing any market scenario when preparing a report to offer to the client? Also, how to effectively communicate one's value proposition? Okay, um, so market study is very important. So as a student manager, I would definitely uh, recommend them uh, to be watchful of what is going around. So somebody who is specializing in marketing should not uh, just keep focus on the marketing ideas or the branding stuff. They should actually go out, look what is happening in the financial institutions as well. So whenever you are proposing anything to the client, so first thing is uh, client is very, very intelligent. Okay. They are much aware about what is happening around. You are one of the person who is going to put an RFP to them or put your bid to them, but there are other players also who might be doing the same. So client has a complete picture of who is doing what, what can be done, what needs to be done. So you need to be very clear 
you need to have a full understanding of what is happening around before you prepare any RFP. You need to be alert with all the technologies, with all the moves which is coming from different organizations. You need to be very much at par with uh, with the world, what is happening around. So all these things, you know, the biggest source is Internet and your uh, applications where you get uh, a lot of uh, insights on how the different organizations are operating, what they are doing. So you need to be appraised with what the current situation is, who is doing what, how they are doing. So that kind of a research is very important for not only for these student managers, but for everybody to stay in this field. So I crossed that age of you know being a student manager, but still to survive, to grow ahead, I I definitely um, keep myself you know appraised with uh, what kind of technologies are there. I might not be into development, but yes, I do understand that iOS uh, a platform or Android platform native. Uh, what the native platform is or a hybrid platform is how how on what platform facebook is working so these are all which comes you know with with your uh, own understanding or own passion about knowing things so that that is i think what is required before you pitch to any of the clients with an rfp sir uh, my next question is which clubs and committees were you a part of during your journey at the college and what leverage did that experience give you into your professional journey? Okay, uh, to be very honest, I was only part of the sports committee. And the only reason for that is I believe um, if you are involved in any of the sports, uh, for example, a game which is played individually, maybe a badminton or a table tennis, or a game which is played in a team, maybe a basketball or a cricket. So sports is actually a place where you get to learn a lot of things. You get to learn how you can be a team player. You get to learn how you can be a leader because um, in a team game, definitely one needs to own the captaincy and I was very much up for it. So you, you understand how you can be a leader. You understand how you can be a team player, how you can manage things under pressure. Uh, that's again one thing which definitely comes uh, in sport. In a group game, you might feel, okay, I am not able to perform, but my team is there. But in a game like a badminton or a table tennis where you are you are a single, you, know, you, you need to handle everything on your own. Then again, your skills come into picture, how you are going to handle that particular situation or you're going to make that game in your favor. So I think sports teaches you everything in and out. So that is the only reason why I preferred myself to be in the sports committee. I did not even uh, try giving an interview for any of the other communities. Committees, sorry. So I think sports teaches you a lot of lessons. Okay. So my last question is, how was your experience interacting with your juniors over a virtual platform? And what advice would you like to give them as they start their corporate journey? Okay. It was actually a pleasure talking to them and uh, unfortunately it was online i would have uh, definitely preferred it to be uh, face to face um, maybe in the college uh, but this pandemic has changed a lot of stuff but it was pleasure connecting with them i hope whatever i shared with them my experiences or uh, normal corporate life experiences which i have seen around it is helpful for them and at some point of time they they do execute those things 
because whatever I spoke about or whatever I shared is actually for their betterment. It is um, managing their health and their work in an appropriate way. So my again, in a simple words, my only uh, message to them is uh, be healthy to be more wealthy.